Hello, disruptors! Welcome back. <laughs> I've missed my call. It's like really... morning Vietnam with you. Totally. I want to be Robin Williams. Hello, how are you both? Good, thanks. Good. Yeah. Yeah. We're into yep. the school year, so it feels like it's been a whirlwind of a week. My little one has started prep, so oh, wow. it's very exciting. It's all very new. And um, yeah, it's good. That's great, Ursh. What about you, Tam? You've got yeah, some big changes. Yeah, one at high school this year, and it's it's been a little what? bit of a tough transition. Mm. So mm. yeah, it's yeah it's been a massive week, just getting everyone back, getting into the routine. Mm. Yeah. Crazy. Yep. What about you, Shell? Been up to anything fun and mm, fun funny. and frivolous? Uh, no, not so much. It was like. Today, there, um, so today is a Friday, just not that, that matters to the podcast, but someone, one of the mums from Friday, school, Friday. <laughs> one of the mums from school who I've gone away, like on a weekend away with these six mums, she put out a message saying, it's actually my birthday, anyone free tomorrow night to go out for a drink? So it's Saturday night, every wow. single one of us are free to go out for a drink, which just, nice. I was like excited <laughs> about it, but also depressed that all six women had no lives. Had nothing else on. <laughs> and we're able at the drop of a hat to commit. So that's my life, basically. Like, I was either going to watch that's Star great. is Born, that is now available on TV, Aww. or go and drink. So that's what I'm going to do instead. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. But anyway, I'm really glad that we're doing the pod again. So it's very exciting um, to be doing episode two of our new series which mm. is all about doubt, which, you know, it's weird, I guess, to be excited about talking about doubt, but I am. I think it's it's good, hey? Well, I yeah. think you can't talk about it with everyone. Like we discussed on the last pod, it's not something you can necessarily bring up with everyone you know because it can be quite a challenging topic for some mm. people. So it's nice to be, mm. you know, among friends. It's yeah. nice to blast that out to the entire world, our thoughts on it, but yeah, no it. one can respond back. And be annoyed. <laughs> this is like the perfect environment for us to be talking. I love it. We'll just tell you what we, we have found think. the best medium that works oh, for us. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we'll close down the Facebook group. No one will talk to us. <laughs> Great. So good. So, yeah, so last oh, episode, dear. which was our first one of this Doubt series. So, uh, for those that are playing at home, we are now um, tackling one big topic, a meaty topic, and doing a number of episodes around it, uh, and then sharing that with the world and, and looking at a few different topics this year. So, Doubt and Faith uh, is our first theme. And last episode, we talked a lot around mm. defining it and realizing that uh, it's hard to define, actually. And, and I loved the idea of faith and doubt <laughs> being either side of the same coin. And that sense of in exploring mm. uncertainty is where we discover so much more. So that's kind of where we landed. But we thought this episode would be really um, helpful to talk about what's the positives, what are the really great aspects of uh, leaning into doubt. Because uh, we probably don't hear a whole lot about that generally, um, I would suggest, <laughs> and mm. as we kind of touched on last time, uh, it's good for us to maybe see what's what's good, what's good about deep diving into this world of uncertainty. 
Um, so true. That's it. Before we go further, yeah. sorry, but deep diving, and you just um, you mentioned a star is born at the top. Yeah. And I just want to bring to our attention the song in the shallows or shallow. Oh. I'm off the deep end. Watch as I dive in. I'll never meet the ground. We're far from the shallow now, people. I'm I'm sorry. I think, I think you should have sung about. that. You, can you sing it? I, I should have. Yep. But Lady Gaga did such a good job that I no. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm off the deep end. There we go. That's it. We got it. Beautiful. We'll put that in the podcast yep. notes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Please do that. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so what do you think, Tam? What are you, because you are our thinker uh, on the Enneagram uh, numbering system, which people can look back at that podcast, um, but you are a deep investigator, researcher type. So I'd be interested actually what your view is on doubt for someone who from what I understand, would want certainty and to understand how the world works. What does, yeah, what does oh, doubt mean no. to you? See, I feel like it's completely different. I love, I love the concept of doubt. Really? Like I said in that first episode, um, mm. the grey area, because I think it just gives so much scope for the never-ending pursuit of finding out more. And that, I think that can be mm. a bit of a trap for me as well. Mm. That I, I don't like to ever settle on an idea, but... Yeah, I just find the whole like, I, yeah, I don't when I'm when I'm doubting something, I probably don't call it doubt. I prefer to call it, um, yeah, like critical thinking or something else because I mm. I don't know doubt still has that negative mm. connotation, I suppose. But yeah, I really I really enjoy that process of going. Well, yeah, okay, so there's some information you've presented me with, and that's your opinion and your interpretation, but. You know, what have other people said about that? And what do I think about it if I really put all of that information together? Yeah. Mm. So I really, mm. I like it. Okay. Yeah. If God is infinite, then there are infinite possibilities. And that, I think to people that like to explore like you, Tam, that is really liberating. Mm. Like it and actually to, gives to some other people it's hope. paralyzing. Yep. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yep. And were you always like that, Tam? I don't know, probably to some extent. I think I think as a younger person, I probably felt I shouldn't be like that, mm. that I should just accept mm. what I'm presented with. And I think potentially in the, um, especially as a teen and in the, the school environment that we were in, you know, it probably wasn't encouraged to mm. look for other answers. So... I probably didn't start really doing that until I was older. And mm. I think also your critical thinking skills get a lot better, you know, in uni and in the workplace where you are encouraged potentially to, to look for different answers. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a muscle that um, gets stronger when you use it, isn't it? You, you doubt muscle or your critical thinking <laughs> yeah. muscle? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. What about you, Ash? Yes, I feel like, um, yeah, I guess in the sense of faith and doubt, the positive is I wouldn't want to go back to how I was 10 years ago or how I was at school in my faith stance. I mm. think doubt has been kind of essential to moving into new spiritual places and to having new awakenings and new 
eyes opened and new encounters and um, I guess things I would have been afraid to explore or look into or would have thought were unnecessary because I had the answer um, or, I, or everything had been discovered. Now I don't feel like that. I do feel that infiniteness. I love the mystery and I love, um, yeah, moving to new levels. And I think without doubt that would be impossible to do that, like without asking the questions why um, and without thinking, well, there must be, there could be, and not must even, there could be another way or there could be another way of looking at this. I would be in a really different space today that I don't want to be in and that even to be honest which I know is horrible but when I see other people in that space I just find it so cloying and I just have to be out of that because I can't bear the confines. Mm. Mm. Yeah that's great, sounds like quite revolutionary really. (laughs) Not to say that that's always a comfortable process either but there's a big letting go in that which can be destabilising. So you have to be okay mm. with living in the grey, I guess. Yeah. I think what's good I like about Yeah, totally. And I think what's helpful about it is it just means you can hold two things or three or four or many more things and mm-hmm. not let it derail or overwhelm. So the positive place for doubt for me is to um yeah, is to be okay with the grey and the complex and not feel like I have to solve it myself. Does that make mm. sense? So, yeah, I think yeah. it's just quite a freeing... It's a place of freedom rather than a place of complete chaos and overwhelm. I think maybe at times it has been, as you just mm. said, you know, it does... There's some... And maybe that's just where I am now compared to what it was earlier on. Mm. Um, but I think what is good about it is that terrible life stuff can happen to you and you don't have to either dismiss it or walk away from your faith do you know what I mean so whatever life Mm. brings up I think if you can be okay with doubt it means you can navigate that I think as healthily as possible without having to Mm. do the either or dualistic black or white response that's a really great perspective, Joe. I love that. Oh, thanks. I'll write a it book about really it good. and you can buy it. And you know what? <laughs> you totally should. Um, you know what I think it also does, just when you're talking then, uh, when you're saying like it feels like you don't have to always have the answers and things like that, I think it, for me, has made it easier to like just communicate with and be friends with people who don't come from the same faith background Mm. and not Mm. feel like I have all the answers and they don't and that they need my answer and my Jesus and my God in the way that you know that I think it is it's actually made me more open to find what joins us rather than what divides us like what are what are our differences rather than going we're all having this human experience um yeah so that that makes me think of something that that Casey Gerald and that TED talk said he said um Mm -hmm. when we're you know he was talking about how people they get too proud of their you know their faith that they've built up to start doubting Mm. and then they Mm. what was his he said we fail to recognize the human price we pay 
when we fail to question one brick for the fear it will shake our whole foundation yeah. so it's so true isn't that the you know we can sacrifice so many relationships just because we're too proud to think that we might not be right yes mm. yeah having having that freedom to doubt yeah it, like you said it, it just opens up the opportunity to find common ground with more people mm. i think that's so true yeah and sometimes that is you know shedding shedding those beliefs you're not necessarily shedding god as such but you definitely are questioning or for me anyway in my faith background some of the more dogmatic um ways of looking at things mm. and yeah. um yeah i i what for me what um really stood out was the podcast i listened to that rob bell has done on doubt it's just like a half hour and i find him really mm. quite grating to listen to i'll be not, not unlike us we're very soothing mm. for the soul but he's a little bit um intense and kind of laughs at his own jokes <laughs> which i do actually <laughs> i'll be honest so maybe i'm more like <laughs> a little bit of self-awareness for me right there. Oh, um, anyway, he, like, uh, the way he framed out was just so helpful because it just did frame it in a positive thing. And particularly what stood out for me is him using scripture to talk about that, which was really helpful, <laughs> um, which is around mm. when in Matthew's gospel around Jesus who has risen from the dead and he's meeting the disciples after coming to life again. And it mm. talks about how it says that some of them believed and some of them doubted or weren't sure. And what Rob mm. draws out of that is that Jesus is okay with that. He doesn't suddenly go into, you all must believe. How could you not believe me? I, hello, I just spent a number of years with you. And it's clearly me, what is going on? <laughs> but instead, just moves forward and casts the vision for what is ahead. And they come along for the journey and they can sit with that mm, doubt. Mm. I mean, they literally got to see Jesus after he rose again and they still doubted, which just <laughs> also is quite comforting. Uh, so, but that just is about what it is to be human. And so I think that's positive, mm. right? You're actually mm. being fully human to sit with that uncomfortableness or that questioning and to trust that mm. it will you'll still be able to move forward so i think that's one mm. thing but and just the great stuff um that rob bell's talking about is that to evolve and mature you have to keep growing beyond where you were before and and that's about moving yeah. and disruption is good because that's the spirit moving you and often it can be deconstruction that's the way to get to the new thing it doesn't have to always be mm. but the, the doubting can be part of that process of growing and it's not to say that you are a better human being or a better Christian if you have gone through a doubt and deconstructionist period and therefore you're far more evolved. I think that's a scary place to be. That feels a bit patronising to people that haven't done that. So I just want to be, you know what I mean? Like tread a little mm, bit careful yeah. around that space. Yeah. But equally, sure. if you are sitting there and things are unresolved and questions aren't answered, that's okay too. And that's that is mm. human. There is no, and the other thing he said, which I thought again was a really positive thing, there is no question that any one of us can have that has not been asked over thousands and thousands of years yeah. by human beings. 
mm. of all time. And so yeah. we, we're not this like massively enlightened generation to the point where we're asking for the first time, who is God? How can there be pain and suffering? Or whatever the doubt question is, it mm. has been asked and, and that's mm. good, I think. That is... I'm, I'm pretty sure that um, book that I referenced last time, The, the Christian Lady, um, the Flexible Faith book, I think she was saying that she studied how um, a lot of the things that we take as um, unwavering, you know, um, tenets of our faith these days, how they have actually gone through really extreme changes over the last couple of thousand years anyway. Mm. Like nothing has ever mm. stayed the same in the history of the Christian church. So there's no reason that, you know, um, and that's how it's always changed, that how things have, have grown and changed and um, I guess kept up. You know, we can't expect to have exactly the same faith as people 2,000 years ago did mm. because our cultures are so mm. incredibly different. And that's not a bad thing. Mm. You know, we're not losing the faith. We're just, yeah, we're changing the faith. We're evolving the faith yeah. um, into something that's better, hopefully. I think, you know, people can still go on these journeys. Um, I think oh, one of the podcasts was saying, I think it might have been the Science Mike one, that people can go on these journeys of doubt and still potentially ed- end back at the same place. Yes. And that could for maybe for some people be reassuring too, that we can go on the journey of doubt and questions and why, and maybe it is that we're going to come out in a totally new space. And maybe we're not. And just being open to the journey of it rather than feeling there's a fixed outcome um, is a good thing. Yeah. We don't have to fear. I found that really helpful as well. And I think he said it was 50-50 of people that circle back. Is that right? Or what? um, I don't know how scientific that that is. (laughs) But but he's science (laughs) Mike, so it must be completely true. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because it can feel like you're just pushing yourself off a cliff face <laughs> to mm. uh, or pulling that thread and how long will the thread go mm. but there is something comforting about um sorry and the other part and i guess this is the shadow side which i'd be interested to hear your views on is when you are in a community or a marriage or um yeah, your world, like in that particular episode of the Science Mike um, podcast, which we'll put up on the website, but um, it was reflecting on someone who is being paid by a church to be a youth pastor, having massive doubts about whether mm. God exists. And so the hard bit is how do you do that doubt in the midst of that and the fact that you could pull the thread and it could un- it could unravel completely. Mm. That is a possibility as and well. how do you know when it's I time? I think it's always the start of it that's the hardest. It's that first, you know, that first step. Like you say, it feels a bit like um, jumping off a cliff. Mm. Mm. And I think as soon as you take that step and realise that you're not, you're not falling and you're not dying, you're, you know, something catches you. And but how you know, do you know that? that? You know that if, do you, if how you do, do you it, once that? you do it. That, but that's right. No, Once but you I do think it. a lot of people do feel like they're falling into the abyss. Like I, even this week, I was having conversations with people mm. um, that feel like that. They're in the midst of the letting go, and they're just free falling, mm. and they're freaking yeah, wow. out. Yeah. And I've had points when I think I've been like that too, 
and so uh, yeah uh, what do you guys I guess again like maybe I'm diverging but I think it's like if you've got people around you that are saying actually it's mm. okay that yeah. is that can be enough at times or if you've got someone that's kind of forged that path not that everyone takes mm. the same path like you were saying Shell but mm. You know, if you know if you know someone that has gone there and come out the other side, mm. okay, I think it's a lot easier to to go through it. But for some people, I guess they've never seen, or never, no one's honestly ever told them that they've done it. Well, that's yeah. true, and that, and that, I think that's what I'm trying to say. If your whole world is everyone has a, a certain view and it is doubt is not okay here, it's not encouraged. That would that's a tough place to be in isn't it and so the negative side is that Mm. you could actually blow up your whole world (laughs) potentially I'm not saying that it's not Mm. worth it I'm just saying that's a big call to make and the Mm. yeah the shadow side of doubt is it 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 can yeah it can unravel a lot and it can feel pretty scary Mm. depending on how how deep you go and maybe how much Mm. of a deep thinker you are a deep feeler I think that would be there's a spectrum probably on that too, right? The um, I've um, yeah, I've coached someone who is a really deep thinker and has to understand the entire universe, and that person is walking away from their faith, but still trying to find hope, and it's really tricky, right? Because your idea of hope and peace suddenly is has to be very different. The definitions to that, if you're choosing to completely deconstruct and walk away from what has been a true faith, so. It, it's yeah it can be a dark night of the soul or maybe many nights years there's a great um poem have you guys ever heard kate tempest she's a uk kind of like a performance she's a poet and she's a, like a performance poet and um she has a great poem called i'm just trying to look it up because i'm just thinking of it now um progress and it's kind of I'll just read out a few lines it's just like once there was a purpose so I hear there was a God it made it all less worthless and it gave us the because we'd all been searching for the unarguable truth a reason to be kind and just a reason for the noose and so she's like playing off like this positive and negative of like surety Mm -hmm. you know it can be the good things and it can also be the you know cut off your arm or whatever Mm. um yeah once we had religion and it ruled and we had it bad we fools out fooled ourselves to sleep at night that this was this and that was that and if our morals ever shook we looked no further than the book she just goes on and it's so amazing she does this whole deconstructive faith um and shows the freedom in it but then also shows i guess the thing that we also fear in there is that does that what does it does it leave us with nothing and like Mm. this bit in the end like she kind of goes so the world is your playground go and get your kicks as long as you're not poor or ugly or sick we never saw it coming like all the best tricks once we had the fear but now we have the fix and she's just kind of looking at the world I guess completely godless or completely without morality not that it is like that but she's just kind of juxtaposing, I guess, like reality TV and some of the horrors that we see so prevalently now. And oh, it's so powerful. Definitely, like, look it up. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, 
I just also, yeah, that line that you went, Michelle, about the um, mm. as long as you're not poor or ugly or sick, the reason that so hit home for me was because I think this is one of the the positive doubts that I started having because I felt like in my kind of contemporary Christian, Pentecostally, charismatic-y, um, not to want to denigrate, but Hillsong-y type brand of church culture in a way, what is highlighted and what is raised up is the young, mm. the beautiful, mm-hmm. the rich, the abundant, the flowing in blessing, the healed. And these things are held up as this is what the kingdom of God looks like. Yeah. Mm. And so it's a big thing to, I guess, doubt that and go, hang on a minute. Like, what about the poor? What about the. Yeah. 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 And I think Absolutely. that it brings you to those places of compassion that perhaps maybe more in your tradition shell, there's a little bit more focus on like social justice and yeah, yeah. But that mm. bit is there a bit more, I think. Um, I can think of in my. So I think moving a yeah. I can think of like one sermon in all of the sermons I've heard since I was five. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I can remember <laughs> back then. Um, that actually really talked about doubt and in a way that wasn't trying to squash it. It was so mm. helpful. It was mm. really yeah. refreshing. And that's in a standard, you know, church in a way that was able, I guess, again, it shows a maturity, I think, of a, a pastor who's willing to put that out there and, and not pretend that people don't have it right so i think the church can do it Mm. and could actually lead on it (laughs) it's possible absolutely yeah i read a great quote and it was on the psychology today website um and i'm not sure if it was by a christian author i'm i'm going to assume it was just because of the context but um it said unquestioning faith is the same as unwavering doubt both try to protect the person from the complicated sometimes contradictory always unpredictable ebb and flow of actual experience mm. and i think that's right. kind of fits in with that poem and you know just saying you know i think when you've got all the answers mm. you kind of for what like you, you're blocking out other people's human experiences as well aren't you mm. so you, yeah i think sometimes you do like that compassion and that ability to be flexible and Mm. And let's be honest some people not just christians but christians and those of other faith or no faith alike some of them are pretty stupid (laughs) in the things that they say and you just kind of hit your head and go oh my goodness have you never had a doubt or a critical thought in your life and i'm happy Oh no, that sounds so arrogant. But I was going to say, I'm quite happy to hopefully try and avoid that category of stupid in that context. But yeah, I agree. But on the flip side, I think what the downside to doubt, I probably didn't articulate it very well before, I think is obviously you can spiral and there's all the stuff that can happen depending, you don't know where the journey is going to go. That's just the unknown. But also I think... It is helpful. I don't know about you two, but it's helpful when you can find some things to grasp onto as well. So 
mm. not to have a black like you don't emerge with this like black and white view but you need to have some stakes in the ground I think to at, within the time time that is right for you to feel that you can move forward and have some sense of the world is that is that your experience or is that just me yeah you know what solve things somehow no i think mm. i think you're right on sister and i reckon that could be like a whole nother episode of like <gasps> what are the stakes in the ground and how do you mm. because i'd but like don't to you think those stakes more. can move as well yeah like, I feel like, yes, you put a stake in the ground, but I think sometimes you go up to that and you might move it a For bit For sure, forward. but at least you had it in there to or help you to the side. get there. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's a mm. perfect segue, thank you, guys, to know that it's not just me. <laughs> Let's, can we tackle that in the next episode? <laughs> you are not alone. But, yeah, I think some practical stuff around how to do it well is, is useful. I wish I yeah. had that when I was first. Boring. I guess I've had you guys along the way. It's been good. Thanks. Oh dear. Oh, <laughs> I think Chan was really excited about that comment, but no, it's the dog. <laughs> dog thinks that someone. Right. Oh. Well, thank you. Um, Ursh, could you have a crack at just recapping where we got to in this whole exploration of the positive place of doubt? I think it's the fact that, <laughs> um, let me try and sum it up in a succinct way. I think that what we're saying is doubt can actually deepen our experience of faith and doubt can lead us into new and surprising and wonder-filled places and that that is a positive thing as opposed to staying in a small and stupid, no, no, <laughs> a small and fear, fear-filled place yeah and it deepens our relationship with with god and with other people as well yeah yeah definitely the potential yeah yeah awesome so tam what are we going to tackle next time we we uh connect that's a really good question Mm. i was hoping you would have the answer Um, (laughs) (laughs) well look i think we'll talk about that but we um we're kind of planning a bit of a talk about why people doubt you know what's the mm. what's the reasons behind what might um either start the little niggling doubt or what might start that whole process of deconstruction mm. so that, next time. that sounds fascinating Maybe I that, really might great. <laughs> that might be great that might be great maybe i was gonna say maybe that <laughs> Maybe it might be great for our disruptors to actually, if they want to, in the group, chuck up some of the reasons why they've doubted, like what have been some of the things. Yeah, yeah. that would be really helpful. Be great. Any stories that you're I willing mean, to be sharing would be amazing as well. Hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Fantastic. All right. Well, thanks, guys. I think uh, that's been a very eye-opening conversation for me. So appreciate your honesty and look forward to the next one. Goodbye, yeah. disruptors. Yeah. Yeah.